The Lord. Praise ye the Lord. My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over mine enemies because I rejoice in his salvation. I rejoice in your salvation, O Lord, for there is none holy as the Lord. For there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. There is none holy as the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord killeth. The Lord maketh alive. He brings down to the grave and he brings up. The Lord maketh poor and he maketh rich. Ah, he brings low. And he lifteth up. He raised up the poor out of the dust and lifted up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will keep. The feet of his saints. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will keep the feet of his saints. And the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. Ah, the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth. And he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed praise ye the lord praise the lord beloved this is brother joshua here again by the mercies of god by his grace will continue talking about saints Still, talking about saints, still the saints of God. Today we're going to be looking on this topic. We're going to be looking at the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 2. Beloved, I hope you you have your Bible with you uh, because... Don't forget now, trust but verify. Uh, uh, I am glad some of us listening who say, I trust you, Brother Josh. Uh, but beloved, that's not enough. Verify in God's word that what Brother Josh is saying is in his word. If it's not in God's word, don't believe what Brother Josh is saying. 
beloved, please. Okay. Daniel chapter 2. Uh, we read about Nebuchadnezzar. You, you, you know the story. But uh, forgive me because I have to read again copiously from the word. Ah, somebody corrected me once says do not apologize for that and and I take that I take that admonition um so well just get your bible out let's read let's read Daniel chapter 2 the bible says from verse 27 if you read from verse 1 up until that time you see that Nebuchadnezzar the king had a dream that he forgot and he knew that the dream scared him to pieces he was troubled but he forgot the dream but so he now wants to know what he dreamt and what the meaning of his dream is so so in verse 27 the bible says Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers show unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets and maketh known to the king Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream... And the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. Verse 29. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind upon thy bed. What should come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth secrets maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. Here's the setting, uh, beloved. King Nebuchadnezzar had been thinking about, hey, what's going to come to pass after me? Beloved, I mean, if you live for a minute, you're going to see that you're living and people are dying. So it's, it's cyclical. You know, you're born and you die. And it happens to everybody. When I say cyclical, I mean that's what life on earth is. I'm not saying we are going and coming back. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Please. Uh, people are born. People are dying. People are born. People are dying. People are born. People are dying. So, in verse 29, the uh, Daniel says the king was thinking on his bed what should come thereafter. In verse 28... In response to those thoughts, Daniel says, God had made known to Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Nebuchadnezzar the king knew that, that kings fight and they tussle and they kill and they battle and they war. For what? For position? For power? For territory? For wealth? For fame, for gold, for silver, men war and fight for all these things. Kings 
war and fight for all these things. I, I, I don't know, beloved. I don't know if Nebuchadnezzar was thinking the same thoughts that Solomon was thinking in Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 18. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 18, the Bible says, Yea, I hated all my labor which I had taken under the sun, because I should leave it unto the man that should be after me. Mm-hmm. Solomon said, I'm doing all this work. I'm trying to make a few dollars and make a few pounds and euros and and whatever else currency I'm I'm, I'm trying to get ahead with this I'm, I'm trying to get 10 more houses I'm trying to get four more cars I, you know I'm trying to get this more business you know and that investment going up I'm trying to get all this land and all that stuff Solomon said after all that labor you're going to leave it behind <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Those 10 Lamborghinis that you have, you know, the pink one, the green one, the purple one, the gray one, the blue one, the white one, the black one, the orange one, the polka dot one, you know, the pink striped one, and of course, the gold studded one. All 10 of them, yeah, 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 that you bought and you and you drive each one once a year. Yeah, 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 all 10 of them, you're going to die and leave them behind. Mm-hmm. Yes, King Nebuchadnezzar, you see this, your empire that you have, you know, from, from way from the north coast of Africa and way down to the Asian subcontinent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that land that you rule right now, uh, you're going to leave it behind. Yes, sir. And Nebuchadnezzar was wondering, what's going to happen after that? And God, in his own wisdom, in his own choice, in his own decision, says, I'm going to reveal it to this heathen king called Nebuchadnezzar, whom I had chosen anyway. Uh, Let's not digress on that, but... So the Bible says he has a dream. Now, let's go to Daniel 2 from 31 now. This is Daniel speaking. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image, this this great image whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. Uh, He saw an awesome image. Now, 32, the image had was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part iron and part of clay. Verse 34. Beloved, we're talking about saints. We're still talking about saints. Please bear with me. Daniel, we're now in Daniel 2.34 now. Thou sawest still that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet, that were of iron and clay, and break them in pieces. Then was the iron 
the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold, broken to pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Now, this is an amazing dream, an amazing revelation. This uh, image, this statue of gold, silver, brass, iron, and clay was hit hard by this stone that no man cut out from the earth. And when he hit this image, it hit it so hard that it basically pulverized it. It became like chaff. Beloved, chaff. Chaff is lightweight stuff that the wind blows. You can blow with your with the breath of your mouth. Like you're you're separating corn from chaff. Yes, that chaff. Gold and silver and iron and clay was pulverized so much it became like chaff and was blown away. Now, Daniel interprets this dream and says, verse 36 of Daniel 2, this is the dream and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, are a king of kings for the God of heaven has given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. Now, it, will, it may interest you to know that there, Nebuchadnezzar is the only king that, aside from Jesus, bears the title from God as king of kings. Now, I believe it was Atazexis that also called himself king of kings. He called himself. But here, Daniel, speaking by the Holy Ghost, is saying that Nebuchadnezzar is a king of kings. Not the king of kings, but he's a king of kings. Now, verse thirty. It says, And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heaven, has he, as God, given into their hand, and has made thee ruler over them all, thou art this head of gold. Then Daniel breaks it down further. Verse 39, there's another inferior kingdom coming after of silver, and after that of brass, then after that, verse 40, of iron, and clay. Now, uh, if we go to, it now says um, verse 44. Well, let me read 43, 42. And it, as the toes of the feet were part iron and part clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. That's that fourth kingdom. And whereas thou saw iron mixed with mary clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Verse 44. Now in the days of these kings, what days? In the days 
of the fourth kingdom and in the time of that fourth kingdom where the ten kings, the feet of that kingdom become prominent in that time of the fourth kingdom. That's why it says in verse 44, in the days of these kings, those are the ten toes of that image, in the days of this king shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever i want us to note something there real quick it says and the kingdom shall not be left to other people uh we'll, we'll, we'll come to that later now for as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and it is breaking pieces, and it breaking pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass thereafter, hereafter, and the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof is sure. Now, there are five kingdoms, according to what we just read, that shall rule and possess the earth. Five kingdoms, five. We are still in the fourth one, though. Five kingdoms. Number one, gold. Number two, silver. Number three, brass. Number four, iron. In that number four, there's a subset of the time that the ten kings in the fourth kingdom ascend, uh, uh, become prominent. In that subset time of the fourth kingdom, then the fifth kingdom shall come and is the kingdom of a non-man-made stone mountain. Yes. Look at verse 45. Let's read it again. For as much as that soil that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands and break it in pieces and break in pieces the iron Uh, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what shall come to pass. Now we see what is referring to in verse 35 of the same chapter. Then shall the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, the gold, they were broken in pieces together. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. So, these different kingdoms, the first four, ruled the earth in their time. But the last, the fifth one, that is this stone mountain, is going to 
rule the whole earth and it will be the last and final kingdom that is eternal that won't change now this same dream is repeated in a different format this time not to Nebuchadnezzar but to Daniel himself God downloads a, 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 a different dream but with the same meaning directly this time to Daniel in Daniel chapter 7. You will see in a minute that it's the same dream. Now, Daniel chapter 7 from verse 1, the Bible says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed, then he rolled the dream and told the sum of the matters. Beloved, don't worry. We're still talking about saints. We'll, we'll see it in a minute. We'll, we'll try and tie, tie this up. Verse 2. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heavens strove upon the great sea. Verse 3. And the four beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another the first was a lion with eagle's wings verse 5 um, the second and behold another beast is second like a bear and he raised up itself and had three ribs in his mouth verse 6 the third beast was like a lion I'm sorry a leopard with four wings of a fowl and he had four heads then verse 7 there was a fourth beast that was just just weird it was dreadful looking it had iron teeth don't forget now the fourth kingdom that Nebuchadnezzar had a dream about was the one that had iron the feet of iron I'm sorry, the, the legs of iron, then the feet had iron and clay mixed in with it. So, it is this fourth beast here that Daniel saw. He can't describe it in terms of the animals that we know. He saw a lion before, he saw a bear, he saw a leopard. But this one, he can't, it doesn't match any, uh, I believe the word is taxonomy <laughs> of, of the animal kingdom. So, he just says it is a is a dreadful beast, but he had iron teeth, great iron teeth. It had ten horns. Now, while he considered the horns, don't forget now it was the other the one Nebuchadnezzar had had ten feet. This one has ten horns, so you you see the parallel already in terms of the different creatures and and what the features that they have. Um, you know that a lion is king, the same way that gold is king in terms of precious metals, at least uh, in the old world. I don't know about platinum and so forth now, but gold. Anyway, we see in verse, uh, we're looking at, this is Daniel chapter 7, and we see in verse seven he talks about the fourth beast then he says as he was looking at the horns 
uh, three of them were plucked up and so forth. Then we see verse 9. Verse 9. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. Now, he now says, I beheld, verse 11, then, because of the voice of the great words which he horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. So the fourth beast is destroyed. Now, it says in verse, please, please, please stay with me. Verse 13, the Bible says, I saw in the night vision still on Daniel 7. And behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near him. Verse 14, And there was given him, a dom giving him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed hallelujah now verse 15 to 18 as we round that up it says i then was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body please please beloved please please just be patient stay with me uh you may need to Listen to this again after you, you know, uh, the end of it, and it makes more sense. Uh, and the Lord will minister understanding to you and to me in Jesus' name. Verse 15, Daniel 7, I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me. And made me know the interpretation of the things. Okay, this is a heavenly personality talking to Daniel now in his vision and tells him what this means. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall rise out of which shall arise out of the earth. But the listen now, verse 18. But the saints of the Most High shall what? Take the kingdom and what? Possess the kingdom for how long? Forever, even forever and ever. Mm -hmm. So we see in Daniel's dream. Okay. Let me, okay. Before I say that. It says here that the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and ever. This is the fifth kingdom. Let, let's see that very quickly. In Daniel's dream and vision, we also see five kingdoms. Like Nebuchadnezzar's dream that also has five kingdoms. The first one is a lion for Daniel with eagle's wings. The second one is a bear. The third one is a four-headed leopard. The fourth one is a ten-horned beast. And the fifth kingdom 
the one that lasts forever and ever, is the kingdom that the saints of God possess. Remember, beloved, when we read Nebuchadnezzar's dream in Daniel 2, verse 44, I told you to take note of that. It says, And in the days of these kings, Daniel 2, 44, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. But shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. The kingdom shall not be left to other people. God gave the kingdom to Nebuchadnezzar. And gave the kingdom to the kingdom that represented the silver, and the kingdom that represented the brass, and the kingdom that represented the iron, and the sub kingdoms that represented the iron and the clay mixed together. So those are the first four kingdoms that God gave the earth to. But the final kingdom. The fifth kingdom that shall last forever. He says he's not going to give it to other people. No, 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 no. He's going to give it to his people. Hallelujah. Uh, let me read that again. Daniel 2, 44. The B part of that. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. Yes. That's why Daniel 7 Verse 14 says, And the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever. He's not going to give it to other people anymore. He's not going to give it to the heathen Nebuchadnezzar anymore. He's not going to do that. Yes, Daniel says the Most High rules in the affairs of men, and he gives it to whomsoever he pleases. Yes, he has given it to whomsoever he pleases. Uh, you see that. Uh, in the same Daniel chapter, uh, uh, let me just pick one. Daniel chapter 4 verse 32. The Bible says, And they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. They shall make thee eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee, until thou know that the Most High rules in the kingdom of men, and give it to whomsoever he pleases. Yes, for four seasons, he gave it to those that were not his people. He gave it to other people. But the fifth and final and eternal kingdom, he's giving it to his people. And who are those his people is giving it to? Let's read it again. Daniel 7, 18. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever and ever. It says, um, beloved, in, in, in Nebuchadnezzar's dream, it was a stone that was not cut with hands that destroyed Nebuchadnezzar's image and the stone grew to become a great mountain. Beloved, don't you know, don't you know 
Don't you know that the Lord is the stone that the builders rejected? Have you not heard, beloved? Have you not heard, beloved, that First Peter 2 uh, tells us that you and I, that we are lively stones. We are lively stones. We are living stones. It is those living stones uh, that are part of the stone, the cornerstone, which is Christ Jesus. And in the Mukaneza's dream, they'll become the stone mountain. It's not, it's not built by man. There's no hand of man in it. It becomes a stone mountain that covers and dominates the earth. In Daniel's vision, it says simply, those other beasts, uh, those, those, those animals will be slain, taken out of the way, and God will give it to his children, to his saints. Um, Talking about the stones, First Peter 2, 3 to 6 is your reference for that. Um, to whom coming as unto a living stone, verse 3, If so be that you have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house. You see, it's a house. You have built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Christ Jesus. Wherefore also it is contained in the scriptures, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord, shall not be confounded. Beloved, my time is up for today. By his grace and mercy, we'll pick up on this next time. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All the glory